Hey there, my friend. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project and the Fit Mother Project podcast. Today, we're talking about muscle building. Specifically, though, we're talking about the mindset and the inner game of muscle building. Now, if you're someone who is on your health and fitness journey and you lost some weight, and now you want to actually transition to building muscle and strength, then your mindset needs to change because there are different variables and perspectives that make you successful at muscle building that are different than the process of losing weight. And what I thought would be valuable today is for all of our fit fathers and fit mothers and our other listeners here is to cover what I think are 10 of the most successful muscle building mindsets and perspectives that I used to use when I was a competitive bodybuilder. And I was also seeing many of our clients who shifted over to our old school muscle building program series and they're focusing on muscle building. These are the mindsets to make them successful. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode and cover the 10 most successful muscle building mindsets. Today, I want to examine the winning mindset of building muscle, the inner game of muscle building. And it reminds me of this quote by Arnold Schwarzenegger that's featured in the movie Pumping Iron. He says, it's the mind that creates the body. It's the mind that gets you to work out the four or five hours per day. And the good news is you do not need to work out for four or five hours per day to gain muscle, maybe four or five hours per week. But the mindset and what Arnold was talking about is absolutely true. Because it's the mind that ultimately shapes our behaviors and drives our motivation and gives us the container and the structure for our training plan that enables us to succeed. And what I want to do is really just give an overview of what I feel are the 10 most effective mindsets and distinctions around mindset when it comes to building muscle to help you be more successful. And let's get straight into it. The first mindset when it comes to muscle building is muscle building is a slow, progressive journey. It requires stimulus in the form of training, recovery in the form of nutrition and sleep, and then repeating that cycle. And it's important to understand right off the bat that muscle building is a slow process because unlike weight loss, where you can drop three to five pounds in a single week, it might take months for you to build three to five pounds of muscle. So because it's a slow journey and you expect that off the bat, it's going to help you be a lot more successful, especially for people starting out. When you're starting out to train and your body has not trained a lot before, some of the first adaptations that happen are neurological, meaning your nervous system becomes more efficient at firing and connecting to your muscles, which gets you stronger before you actually kick in and build a ton of muscle. That's why you get strong very fast and the muscle building gains come afterwards. And if you've been training for many years and you absolutely know this to be true, muscle building gets even more slow as you get closer to your genetic limit and you get closer to the peak of your training. So understand it's a slow progressive journey and it all comes down to these three things. Stimulus, recover, repeat. You do this cycle, you'll build muscle over time. Now, number two, the second successful muscle building mindset is to get big. I believe it's important to focus on getting strong with good form. We want to build these muscles, which effectively means we need to use exercise to create mechanical tension and some damage in those muscles. Well, that damage is going to be most effectively achieved if we're lifting heavy weights with the most effective exercises with good form. And you can't like tell your muscle, oh, I want you to grow by this amount. But what you can do is go into the gym and say, I want to deadlift more. I want to squat more. I want to shoulder press or bench press more. If you focus on the numbers and this progressive resistance and getting stronger over time, you're creating a greater stimulus. And as long as you have the recovery factors in place, you're going to get better recovery and better gains over time. So simply focusing on getting strong with good form at some of these major motions is going to be a key mindset to actually helping you get big. So you approach getting big indirectly through the avenue of getting strong. And the cool thing too is when you do get strong, you can carry those weights for more reps with more sets and more volume. It's really going to help you get big fast. The third mindset is that lifting weights is only one third of the equation. 
And this is an important mindset. We've talked about this a little bit, right? You have this idea of stimulus and recovery. Well, the other two-thirds of the equation is good nutrition and lots of sleep and rest. So I think a lot of people make the mistake when they want to build muscle by focusing so much on the training. The training has to be locked in, that's for sure. But how much more could you focus on these other two variables? How much more could you improve your nutrition? Making sure you're getting a lot of good protein throughout the day, enough calories, tracking your weight and making sure you are gaining weight at a healthy amount of rate. How much can you improve your sleep? How much can you do with some soft tissue work, foam rolling, myofascial release, massage to help your body feel good and recover faster? You know, a lot of people who take anabolic steroids or testosterone replacement therapy, some of the benefits of these things is it simply helps them recover faster so they can train more. So these things boost recovery capacity. And whether or not you end up using any of those things, and I'm not recommending that, I do say is like, what can we do to really boost our recovery capacity? That's going to be huge for your muscle building gains. And you can do a lot of that stuff naturally. It just takes effort. It takes getting on the foam roller. It takes being discipline with your bedtime and really making sure that stuff's dialed in. The fourth muscle building mindset I believe is super important is to get a structured plan and just focus on working that plan. I see a lot of guys, especially when I used to be in competitive bodybuilding, go into the gym and just do a bunch of random stuff or do what they feel like. And personally, in my life, when I had the best muscle building gains, it's when I had a structured program that was laid out on like an eight or a 12 week or a 16 week training cycle. I had the plan. I knew what I needed to do and I got in and I worked the plan. If you want to build muscle right now and you're a little frustrated with your rate of progress and you're not following a structured plan that has progressive resistance, natural increases to your volume, and really bases your training around really sensible, good training principles, and you're spinning your wheels. Going in and just doing things haphazardly is not going to get the best gains because structure really wins over the long haul, particularly muscle building. Number five is to check your ego at the door. This is huge for muscle building for the purposes of one, I've seen a lot of guys get injured ego lifting. Maybe you've heard stories yourself. And number two, if you're constantly focusing on lifting as much weight as you can, oftentimes that leads to bad form. And bad form actually takes stress off the muscles in many instances. Understand this, and I've stated this in some of our videos and certainly inside our old school muscle building program, which is that structured muscle building program, the muscles don't know how much weight you're lifting. The muscles know tension. A heavier weight creates more tension if it's lifted in a controlled, uh, deliberate manner, right? But if you're doing a lot of BS kind of lifting and, and creating weird leverages and, and you see the guys that curl with the, with the hip thrust, like, yeah, I mean, there could be some argument that there's benefits to doing super, super heavy cheat curls, but by and large, you're really just lifting with your ego and I think you're shortchanging some of your results. And you also are risking injury unnecessarily. So check the ego at the door. It's you versus you. It's you versus what you did last week in your weightlifting logbook. Just try to beat that and check the ego at the door. Number six is to track your gains. Track them, track them, track them. If you want to build muscles, certainly track your weight. These things should trend up, but they don't necessarily have to. You can lose fat and build muscle kind of in a simultaneous thing where your weight doesn't move very much. But by and large, I think your weight will be increasing. So track that. And if it's not increasing or your strength's not increasing, maybe you need a little more food. Maybe you need to eat a little more. But you wouldn't know that really well and have this tight feedback loop if you didn't track. I recommend taking some measurements. Measure your arms, your chest, your shoulders, your legs, your neck, you know, quads, whatever. Measure those things, put them in a logbook and check in on like a monthly basis. Where are those measurements at? Maybe you snap a few pictures too. These things are really good because they give you structure to your journey. And it's oftentimes hard to see our own progress because we're seeing ourselves every single day in this dynamic experience of personal and physical growth. But when we see these snapshots in time, we can really see if we're making gains. And look, if your progress does plateau, that means it's time to change things up. Change up your training. Evaluate those other two-thirds of the equation on your nutrition and your sleep. Is there something to be improved there? When you start playing around with these variables, you're going to be able to pretty much be moving forward all the time in some dimension of your training.
Now, number seven is the mindset that you will gain some fat and to be okay with that. And now this is not a hard and fast rule that you must gain fat to build muscle. But my personal philosophy is if you're going to build muscle, it's good to be in a calorie surplus, meaning you're eating more food than you probably normally were. And that's not meaning stuff your face and eat so much food, particularly a lot of crap food that's not really what you need to fuel your body, but you will be eating some more food. And if you're starting to build muscle from a lean state, which I do absolutely recommend that you get lean first and then build from there, then you may put on some fat. Some of those definitions in the cuts that you once had might get a little smoothed out, but that's okay. It's part of the process. If you're getting stronger, you're in an anabolic environment, you're building up, getting a little fat, not a big deal. Or that's just say gaining a little fat and not making it excessive. Every person, I believe, has a different set point about how much fat they want to gain in the muscle building process. And we all have different body types too. Some people have a hard time gaining weight. Some people gain weight much easier. But look, be okay with gaining a little bit of fat and being in an anabolic environment. It's very easy after you get big to even spend 30 days doing a sensible cut to lean out a little bit, to bring out some of the muscle that you just built. When you build the muscle and then you cut it up, you're going to really enjoy your look. That's for sure. Now, number eight is to treat minor aches and pains with respect. This is a hugely important mindset. You know, when we train, I think everyone has a part of their body or parts of their body that sometimes get little like niggles and pains and stuff like that. For me, when I was doing heavy bodybuilding training, it was a lot of times in my elbows. Like I oftentimes got some tendonitis and stuff like that. And what I learned very quickly is that if I just try to push through that stuff, a tendonitis that could have been healed in a couple days from resting and being off of it often turned into some kind of chronic thing that kept on recurring for months and months and months. And that will really put a drag on your training and affect you dramatically. So if you're feeling any kind of aches and pains, assess that. Don't just brush it off. Like warm up very effectively, evaluate. Do I need to do different exercises? Is there anything I can do around like massaging the muscles, soft tissue on the tendons, do some tendon work and stuff to actually improve the strength in those things? Because we're not just building muscles, right? We're building connective tissue and connective tissue is under so much stress when we're doing our different kinds of strength training. And ideally, it should be a process of building ourselves up not breaking ourselves down. So pay attention to those things so that small problems don't turn into big problems. And another thing I will say is everyone's body's built a little bit differently. And I want you to look at finding the kind of exercises that fit you. So the mindset should be the right training plan for me is the right training plan for me. I used to have a training partner I trained with for many years, and this guy loved to do chest pressing on those machines, hammer strength machines, all sorts of those fixed machines. And for me, I never liked it. I felt like it was always putting stress on my shoulder. I never got a good chest contraction. So he would do that exercise. I would do some dumbbell work. And we just had that kind of agreement that this is what we did for our primary pressing exercise because it felt better for me and it felt better for him. So find the exercise that feel for you and don't ignore those minor aches and pains. Now, number nine is that it's always okay to take an extra rest day. This is a hugely important mindset. Remember, stimulus is the training. The recovery is really the huge part where the muscle's actually built. And if your nervous system's not feeling ready, you're feeling run down, you don't feel energetic, or you just are really sore and you had a scheduled workout today, it's always fine to fuel up, eat, and take an extra rest day. Your body's still repairing. And I think when I was in my 20s and I was very into bodybuilding, you know, I used to think that that was not okay that you need to really hit it based on the schedule. But as I got older and more mature, I learned to listen to my body a lot more. And I was able to train in a little more of an intuitive way. Oh, I had a workout on Wednesday. Well, I can take that extra day of rest. And turns out I end up performing even better and don't have as much risk for injury. And I'm just more motivated to train. If you continue to train, training is a stress on your body and it's interacting with the whole rest of your life. Whatever's happening with your work and your family and the rest of your schedules, training is another variable of stress. 
that is in this whole picture. And ultimately, what can happen is if you're not recovering right, if you are in a stressful period of time and, and you keep on hitting it hard with training, you can dig a hole pretty deep that can end up causing a lot of problems. You could have burnout with your nervous system. Training no longer feels fun. Maybe you're not making the strength gains. Maybe it stresses you out and you're tired at work. Then you have to use more stimulants to prop yourself up, and that's artificial energy. You get the whole cycle and cascade. You've probably experienced it yourself or seen someone else do it. It's very easy for that to happen. So prioritize rest and recovery. There's always going to be another workout. And this is especially important as you get older. As you probably figured out from our channels, we specifically help busy men and busy women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Like We help people over 40 get help with their fitness. And as we get older and that recovery capacity goes down, that often means we need to hit the strength training less frequently. In fact, our phase one of our old school muscle building program is a three-day-per-week full-body training. Train on like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Spread out that volume so you're not hitting things all the time and you're getting effective types of training. And this is just one way to do a split. But I just want to mention as we get older, oftentimes it means that you're making sure you're really prioritizing recovery, either with more rest days in between workouts or doing more specialized workouts on any given day. Now, finally, to wrap this up, number 10, I want to say you can build muscle in your 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. This is a mindset I want to leave you with, and I actually want to show you some amazing pictures, a combination of our program members and some other inspirational people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, even in some cases in their 80s, who have built muscle. It is possible. This human body is absolutely incredible when we do the right inputs. Your margin for error gets smaller as you get older, which means you need to be more dialed in with your training and your recovery, but it is possible to get an amazing body and to make phenomenal changes even late in life, even if you haven't trained. This is a guy right here, Sonny Bryant. Sonny Bryant is an amazing bodybuilder, and he actually started training, I believe, in his 40s or his 50s after a divorce. He didn't do much training before that. Obviously, Sonny has good genetics and he worked this thing really hard, but this is an inspiration showing it's possible to have a better body late in life than most people do in their teens and their 20s with the proper training. So I hope this discussion was valuable for you today and you got some insights into something. And I imagine there was one or two things that popped out for you. If that's the case, really work on making that a new powerful mindset. It'll serve you really well because we can focus on all the exercises, all the foods to eat. But again, the mind is the container that shapes our behaviors, that ultimately sculpt and create our bodies. So I hope you found this valuable, my friend. I hope to see you around our blogs, our videos, our podcasts, our website. And if you need any help with your health and fitness, you know where to find me and my team. There's going to be links all over wherever you're checking this out. There's links to our free meal plans and free workouts, as well as our paid programs for both fat loss and muscle building. We'd love to serve you even deeper. And regardless, I'm thankful for being here, my friend, and thank you for your time. And I'll see you around. I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.